everyone. Christian and I welcome you back to another episode of Mondays with Mindy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. (laughs) Today's episode features a conversation with one of my all-time favorite interior designers, author, cook, and business owner, Nathan Turner. A fourth-generation Californian, Nathan Turner grew up in San Francisco Bay. Well, that area, not in the Bay. (laughs) Surrounded by a large extended family. Deeply rooted in California heritage, he spent many weekends at the family ranch in Northern California, where they would ride horses, raise cattle, and cook scrumptious meals. Nathan attended St. Mary's College of California, where he graduated with a degree in business. He then lived abroad in France and Italy, where he studied the area's language, art history, and honed his culinary skills. Nice. Upon moving to Los Angeles, Nathan successfully merged his greatest passions, design, travel, and food into his shop in Los Angeles, which is where I first met him, but he won't remember. Amazing (laughs) store. Nathan's store had become an expression of his years traveling, a faithful source for the country's leading interior designers, as well as some of the most stylish individuals from coast to coast. Well, (laughs) me included, of course. Nathan's parties, products, and designs have been featured in major national and regional publications, including Architectural Digest, Domino, Vogue, El Decor, House Beautiful, Food and Wine, C Magazine, The New York Times, and The LA Times. Just a few. Just a few. His cookbook, I Love California, which I recently posted on my Instagram stories. And yes, there it is. It's such an incredible book. Best Guide to Living, Eating, and Entertaining the West Coast Way. Nathan is also Special Projects Editor at Architectural Digest and Contributing Editor at C Magazine. He lives in his homes in Los Angeles and Ojai with his partner, Eric, who I adore, and their fab labs. (laughs) Amazing. I'm ready to Mm -hmm. meet him. Shall we bring him in? Yes, I love him so. Ladies and gentlemen, we are excited to introduce to you and have a conversation with Nathan Turner. Hello, sir. Hi, guys. (laughs) Welcome. Hi, gorgeous. It's a very exciting thing for me to just see your face. Because uh, it's ditto. So, I mean, it's I'll take what I can get. It's not live. Right. In person, ditto. But I'll take what I can get right now. Okay. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, same. Um, okay. So taking out my trusty Johnny Adler canister and doing a deep dive. Here are your five questions. Oh, secrets. Yeah. yeah. Five gets annoying questions, you know, okay. randomly. Like- or even just to start gabbing, which you and I don't ever have a problem doing. No. Okay, Nathan, do you have a hidden talent? Hidden talent? I don't know if I'm not really, I shouldn't call it a talent because <laughs> I, I don't think I'm very good. I wish I had this talent because I'd love like to be a country Western singer. And I'm not joking. Okay. I love this. <laughs> I love this so completely. I'm not joking. Like I think I can sing like in my truck when I'm driving, but I... <laughs> Actually, I'm fine, but I'm not like, I'm not heading to Nashville anytime soon, but I would love to. Oh my God. That is delicious. Just a little fine tuning. Perfect. Yeah. 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 That is delicious. (laughs) Um, what do you splurge on? Uh, travel. Yeah. And I think it's like, that is the area where I'm really like, everybody is funny with money and they spend what, you know, want to spend it in different ways and feel comfortable. I'm fine. Like I want, the best seat on the airplane. I want like the hotel. I love a bougie yeah. hotel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you, when you have an out of town client and you have to go, do you tack on an extra trip if you have time to somewhere else? 
I always say, like, this is going to be the time, you know, always <laughs> yeah. in, in Asia, right? And, which is exciting. And I love it. And I'm always like, look, I'm already all the way over there. <laughs> I've flown on Singapore Airlines in sweet class for, <gasps> for my, you know, my clients. And nice. so I'm there. Why not go and a little bit? But it's more often than not, I'm like racing to get back and right. on to something else. I try. Right. right. Have you ever been to Sri Lanka? No. Okay, I'm pulling this out of my butt because, I mean, it's one of those places where until you go somewhere else, like you don't make a direct flight to Sri Lanka. I don't think you right, do. Right, right. It's really hard. But like while you're there. Yeah. All right. It's one of those places that I'm dying to go to. But it would not- be a good one from like Singapore. Like, right. You know, yeah. There's so many places that are great from there. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Um, oh, this is so funny. Okay. What's your favorite place to travel to and why? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um you know what? It's always like the place I haven't been. You know what I mean? It's that, it's yes, that rush of like landing down somewhere and having that excitement of like, I don't know where, I don't know anything about where I'm about to land. And yeah. I love that. And I've been like that since I was a little kid. I love an adventure. Hmm. Same. I like that. That's a good answer. Okay. Um, what is your best habit and what is your worst habit? My worst habit, I'm going to start there, is I am, this is really not normal for somebody in my profession. Okay. I'm a real slob. Like, I are am you really? Real, mm-hmm. and, I, and people are like, no, no, you're not. And Eric, my boyfriend, everybody will be in the background <laughs> being like, yes. Eric will do this imitation of me. Like, he's like, here you are. You walk into the house and it's like, you start disrobing immediately. And it's like, there's a minute and like not a millisecond in your mind where you're like, Look at the jacket. I, he's like, I'd like to think you, you're thinking, should I hang it up? But then you go and discard. And it's, you know, when we met, he was like, who, what grown man, let alone someone in our industry with your taste level and everything has like cereal bowls next to your bed. You know, I'm like a frat boy. Okay. That is so, that's like a hidden. Yeah. I would have never, never guessed that. Yeah. No, it's hidden and it's a bad, it's a really bad, you know, I'm kind, I'm, not well, it isn't because eventually you clean up. Yeah. Yes. And that's why I like, you know, I had a housekeeper. Well, still Amanda, my housekeeper years ago, pre Eric called me panic and thought my house had been ransacked, like had been broken into. It was that messy. <laughs> True story. Oh my God. That's classic. <laughs> and that's meanwhile, amazing. I can like organize someone's life. Like you can't be like, I've seen it. This environment and like this is how and literally have binders for my clients where there are photos of the top of each counter space. And like so their staff or whomever can like keep it exactly the way I've styled it and left it. And then I'm like, goes to show. Yeah, I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so worst, fine. But what's your best habit? My best habit is um, I would say. I'm pretty um, like reliable, which isn't a habit, but it makes the things that I like commit to stick, if that makes sense. Like, uh, you know what I mean? Well, it does. And it's also something in your industry that when people get some sense of notoriety or um, success, they can start to be a little flaky. No? Yeah, it's my worst. And like I was probably when, you know, probably when I was younger, but I'm really like, I like steady, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I get that. All right. Last question. Who's the most fascinating person you've met? Oh, gosh. Um, Do you know the artist Cy Twombly? His wife, Tatiana Franchetti, 
she was one of these women, an aristocratic family. Obviously, she had the ability and the means to to travel, but like a woman from her generation, the experiences she had and the things she would talk about and be able to teach you was like, I remember one of the, the last time I ever saw her, she gave me mm. clippings from a rose bush from her garden. And they were, you know, from a rose from the original cutting that she had taken from like Nepal and brought back in her suitcase when she was like 28 years old or something. And then taught me how to like propagate it when I get back home. And she was just like her stories and her life and her experiences and her home, like her bedroom was filled with full print. She was just fascinating. So for me, it's never like the kind of the obvious of like, trust me, I'd love to meet Beyonce and I'm sure she'd be fascinating. <laughs> but there's, I love old people. I do like that have been around. And I love like really cultured people that like her that have just seen and experienced so much. It's like, I hear stories from someone like that, that I'm never going to hear from anyone ever. That's right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Well, you said it too, especially from that time era or that time period when they were where they were. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, that's all over. The funny thing is the first person that actually popped into my head mm-hmm. was my great grandmother. And then that made me think of Tatiana and my great grandmother lived to be 103 and she was born in San Francisco in 1909. Amazing. Her stories just like blew my mind to where she was hilarious. She was interesting. She had lived this really interesting life. And she would like, I remember, you know, whatever access Hollywood would come on the television and be like, oh, Lindsay Lohan was out without panties again. And my mother's like, <laughs> oh God, it's just horrible. These girls these days. And my great grandmother would like roll her eyes and be like, oh, please. She's like, it's all the same thing. It's been going on for ages. She's like, it's just different outfits. She's like, if you had been around San Francisco in the 20s and 30s, you would have seen a lot worse. And the stories were great. So I think probably because I love history and Mm -hmm. travel. And it's just like when you talk to people from a different time, it's just incredibly interesting. Yeah. Now, did that your great grandmother... Was she the one that purchased the ranch? Like who started your family ranch up in Northern California? That is on the other side of the family. Um, okay. The scary German, as I, call, as, I re- as I fondly refer to them. <laughs> I shouldn't say scary. That's mean, but strict. My yeah. mother's maiden name's Trumenhauser. It's like there's strict German. So it's that side of the family. Five generations ago came from- Oh, five generations ago. Okay. Even yeah. further back came from Germany and England, the family, and through British Columbia, and then kind of started doing business up there. And they're like, let's go south. And then landed in Northern California and started our ranch. And um, it's a cool, um, for me, it's, I, I love the connection is really wonderful, you know, to mm-hmm. be connected. I At home in Ojai, I have an entire wall of just all these amazing old, some of them are in the end papers of my book, but some old pictures of like great grandparents and great. And for me, there's something very comforting about they're with me. And even though Absolutely. I didn't know half of them, I'm connected <laughs> to them. And it's why I feel so connected to our home state. Like I just, mm-hmm. 
the California experience to me is so much a part of my childhood, but also my mother's childhood and my grandfather's right. childhood. And, and it just is, I feel like it's part of what connects me to my own family. So it makes me feel comforted. Same. I think it's one of the first conversations we had when mm-hmm. I told you that my, on my dad's side, my grandparents are Angelinos, yeah. which was very rare, yeah. you know, to find families like that, who've been mm-hmm. here that long. So, you know, Christian and I have this question that we ask all, a lot of different kinds of creatives. Does where you grew up, did that help create your aesthetic? And you basically answered that question. Yeah. Like it's yeah. just, it was born in you, right? It's it's like ingrained. Mm-hmm. I think it really dictates my creativity and obviously influences it, but really like drives me. And I, and I think, and I say this a lot when I'll speak at like design schools or whatever, whatever to design events and people that are, especially students that are coming up. Be, stay open, keep your eyes open, because as a creative, it's every experience is going to contribute to your, it's just like foundation, boom, 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 boom. And I Mm -hmm. think of like, when I was at, you know, my last year of college, I came down, which is how I ended up in Southern California. I was a pool boy at Four Seasons Hotel right over here in Doheny. And it was just a fun job. Like, you know, I'm like, this will be fun. And I'll be in LA for the summer. And I ended up staying longer and the things I saw. I can only imagine. <laughs> Especially there. In the mid-90s at the pool at Beverly Hills, uh, Four Seasons. But, you know, when I look back, yeah, that was like a, quote, fun summer job. But I also learned so much from there. Like, I loved the, I, I you know, that I like love to cook and entertain. But if you're open and you're taking everything in, even if it mm-hmm. is like a dumb summer job, you're still learning. and and taking lessons in it. It was the first time I really started to like pay attention to, like, I loved the Four Seasons rules on quality. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, this was, you know, late nineties. So at the pool, then they didn't really have a restaurant up there. So everything was brought up from downstairs and everyone, of course, why wouldn't they wanted French fries at the pool and they wouldn't serve them there because by the time they got up from the kitchen, they'd be cold and they were not going to serve. And I remember like at the time rolling my eyes and it was like an annoying thing to like have to explain to people. But I also thought, wait, if you can't do it right, you shouldn't do it. And it's just weird little lessons like that that are just always like being infused, you know, to someone who is a creative. So it's really important to stay aware and open and, and be open to anything. Yes. Well, and I love how as much as your passion is to travel and how much you love it and enjoy it. Also, that feeling of like loving to come home. Oh, my God. It's the best. I always think that's the best thing about L.A. (laughs) It's It's coming back to it. It's the most perfect place to come home to. It just really is. Like there's it's such a like soft landing. There's (laughs) there's nothing harsh about it. You Even LAX is by the water and you're waiting for your taxi (laughs) or whatever. And it's like cool sea air. And it's a very great place to come home to. Mm -hmm. I agree. Agreed. So do you. I know how hard you work. Um, do you work every day? And when I say that, I'm trying to get to this kind of question. Another one we ask, which is about someone's creative process. I mean, mm-hmm. are you always designing or curating or an, a creative act every day or no? No. I know you're no. in nature a lot and you cook yeah. a lot, but. That's where I kind of plug back in is I hike and I grew up in, you know, the outdoors my entire life, you know, overnights in the Sierra and all of all of that stuff. And so 
that's where I kind of, you know, Mindy, being the, you know, doing what you do. It's like you can't do that all the time. You've got to like recharge. Otherwise, you just don't have anything left. So right. I, that's my like plug back in. But I will say this I am kind of always looking though. Mm-hmm. I am always, it's like what I said before. It's like my eyes are always open. Like, I'm like, oh, where's my phone? I like that like detail on that door and it may sit in my phone. And like three years later, I'm like at the airport waiting and I'm like, like, Ooh, that would be really cool on this thing. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. there's just always, always taking in hopefully and inspirations everywhere. And I always laugh when like, you know, people are like, Oh, you know, Paris and London. It's like, of course, duh, those are inspiring places. But like, I'm super inspired everywhere. Like, same. Hey, there's something, there's always something if you're paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? same. What are you currently obsessed with right now? Like, I know you go through, like we all do, this kind of waves of, what are you mm-hmm. currently like obsessed about? And it doesn't um, have to be design. It can be a food item. It can be anything, actually. What am I currently, God, I, you know, I think probably like, everyone I'm kind of just obsessed with my own home you know like all of us have not been able oh I was telling Christian usually to try and get you would be virtually impossible because you travel like three weeks out of the month or something constantly and we as you know started redid a place in Ojai and I think we completely finished with the interior January of last year I mean like talk about perfect timing (laughs) and I oh my god I I didn't know that yeah I don't mean like decorating. I just mean like we gutted a house and like added onto it. And so where we could move in. So, I mean, it's like a decorator's dream. I've had like (laughs) kind of a year at home and just like, like pulling around in our own space and we're working on the garden now. And it, and so it is kind of an obsession then I think of just like, you know, I have a tomorrow truck coming from down here with like some other stuff to try. And like, I'm always like, let's try this and let's try that. That's actually been a real like plus side of this. Yeah, I'll say. What what have you and Eric been binging on? Anything of note um, that you want to share? I think probably all the usuals, you know, the, yeah. you know, I, I, the Bridgerton I was not going to do. And then I was just because it looked like I know. fromage Same. and I just couldn't. <laughs> and then of course I like Same. watched one and then we watched all of them. Which right. Hilarious. Right. <laughs> Um, no, but I one lo- of the things like for me that caught me off guard, let, I'll put it that way. Like, like, of course, everyone talks about all of them, but I have to say like the game changer for me, there were a couple and one of them was Ted Lasso, mm-hmm. where no one in my purview had watched it. And I thought, oh my God, how do you not like Jason? Today? You know, it's like, okay, yeah. I have been raving about this show. It's the most feel good, funny, like okay, I'm obsessed. Good. It's one of those, right, like, well, I think you guys need to watch it. I'm obsessed. Um, it wasn't like in everybody's conversation. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. So it was one of Which those. Is like, there's just so much out there. Like everything <laughs> yeah. can't be in everyone's conversation. You know what right. I've done almost like comfort food for me? Yes. Like I went back and had watched so many like 80s, early 90s movies. Like, you know, everything from Aww. like Working Girl to yeah. um, what was the one? Like, I mean, and then even kind of like bad 90s movies, like, Remember Indecent Proposal with Demi Moore and Robert yes. Redford? And because yes. you know how it's like, since you watched this, and <laughs> I've been like 
really loving this like 80s, 90s moment and in, in film. That hey, listen, it was, was good fun. to me. Yes. Good time. It was, I mean, the best. The best. You know? That's really, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fantastic. And yeah, then I, I deep I, dove I, into some um early Wonder Woman, um, not the movie, the TV show. Linda Carter? Linda Carter was like, yeah, like. I mean, the ultimate like bombshell. Honestly, like, that body in that uh, costume, there no. is nothing. I bring anybody else against that, she'll win hands mm-hmm. down. And yeah, she's got to be like six feet tall. Like she's just like and still like, gorgeous. A Marvel statue, yeah. Like that to me is what's amazing about what all that crazy content that's out there is that you can just kind of find anything. Yes. Yeah. So about this book of yours. Uh, that is so ridiculous. Christian, you want to hold it up again? It's so amazing. Oh, yeah. Speaking of California. And loving it. Um, so how's it been to try and get this out there in this time? It's so, have you had to do this kind of well, unusual? No, it was, I had, no, I had, I, the book has been out. So right. I didn't have to do it. This, you know, it's, I already did my whole I had such a great release with it and and Ralph Lauren, I partnered with them and they did, this was pre. Yes, um, I remember. They had parties, right? Yeah, we did like did all of it. So I feel like, you know, I will still do some things and it's like, you know what we're doing now or, you know, the Today Show is great because you don't have to go to New York anymore. <laughs> Not that I don't want to go to New York. But like, right. it's always a big deal to do that for what I do. I'm like, why can't I just, you know, it's so easy if you were going just to like talk about a topic, but I'm going with like, I need, I need a chest of drawers, a mirror, a table and two lampshades. <laughs> and it's like, I'm trying to, you know, the whole coordination yeah. of a segment for me is oh my yeah. God. real. So it's like so much amazing. more than what should be for a three minute thing. Yeah. I was talking yeah. to the producer I worked with yesterday and it's just like, okay, well, what room in your house could we do this in? And like, then we can superimpose some photos. I'm like, this is like room Much service. Better. Like you just, <laughs> you know, like get to lay in bed and like amazing do your thing, which is my yeah. favorite thing. That's my favorite thing to do is work from bed. Yes. Huh. So just for everyone who's listening and I don't know if Christian and I have had this conversation yet. I know that I haven't had this with you, but I'm publicly coming out saying, I know all my friends back East know this um, because that's who I FaceTime with the most. Right. Um, My dream is when I get a New York apartment is to have you come and do it. Oh my God. It is like my dream. And like, well, what will that entail? And I said, well, that will entail me getting a new series. And um, (laughs) because I will want Nathan to not give me the friends and family. I want the full Nathan (laughs) Turner experience, experience, which means I got to fly his out. (laughs) <laughs> and pay for his room and keep. And I want the full. That would be my dream. No, oh that I will I be manifesting. FYI, well, because to, I have accommodation there. So there's that. We can check that off the list. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Eric has an apartment. Uh, thank you, Eric, for so many things, but especially that. That's great. Um, because there is something. My dream is to obviously, you know, this about me that I want to grow old in New York City and be mm-hmm. in New York and yes. eight shows a week. Yeah. I want my New York apartment. To be Nathan Turnard. Oh my God. That that's like a huge honor for me. I want to live in a Nathan Turner space. That's it. That is my dream. And I know that you and I both know a lot of other designers that I respect, but it's, you're the look, tops kid. Incredible. And it's such a such a huge compliment. And one, we would just like literally have the time of our lives. Of course we will. Um <laughs> but you know, it, yeah, there are so many 
talented people in my business. And I feel like it's kind of like for you in acting. It's I've never gotten into the uh, competition of it because it's so personal. It's so personal. Oh my God, it's the most intimate. What I end up knowing about my clients, it's like, I'm not joking when I say I I know what's in their like nightstand drawers. You know what I mean? Like you have to. I, I know everything. And so for me, it's really about like that click. You've got to click with somebody and, you know, I, but so also I don't, like, like the, the, the style of someone. I mean, what's interesting is I have now gotten to the point where I can sometimes walk into someone's house and I, I really know mm-hmm. maybe out of two or three people who they've hired. Sure. Mm-hmm. There's a vibe. There's a look. There's a feel. Yeah. And I'm just saying yeah. I want to feel like Nathan Turner, period, full I stop. Like <laughs> and I can't I like wait that. for you to <laughs> talk to and meet some because you haven't met some of them. Some of these people I'm talking about who when they meet you will be like, okay, so you're the one that's going to decorate oh my <laughs> and design God, Mindy's apartment. Oh, okay. Okay. That. You're that one. Okay. I love that so much. <laughs> well, we'll do it. We'll do a bang up job. Minus of course. the cereal bowls on the side of the bed. I will, I'll leave that touch up. <laughs> yes. Okay. What's your favorite um, thing to leave in a client's home? Like what basically in every project is there? Um, like I don't want to say sorts. that it has your stamp. Yeah, a signature of sorts. But is there a special gift or a special something that you always leave um, in a client's home? Yeah, really big bill. <laughs> <laughs> we know this to be true. <laughs> um, no, I think I think that um, I one thing I'm known for, and I, it's probably because I started my career as an antique dealer first. Is you're mm-hmm. always going to find old things in in Love. my work. And even yeah. if, if it's a modern house, yes, I, May I just still used from Paris. Like, yeah, just FYI. You got, you, it's the like soul <laughs> of an interior, and it tells people who is living in this house. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. always old things. Always, I, I don't. You know, the, like the design centers where they're just chock a block with furniture. <laughs> thing. I rarely buy new furniture. Rarely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It gives me that like feel that like. Well, it's so funny because we started talking about the most fascinating person you've met. We talked about your great grandmother and the Mm -hmm. family ranch. I mean, that goes, it makes sense that you are also attracted to older objects. I too, just being a storyteller, Mm -hmm. I like objects with a story. Um, Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I don't like new and shiny. Todd to Mindy loves new and shiny, but there's something for me that's very comforting about being among things that have a story. And that have been around and and that right. they're going survived. To, and I yeah. even like new things, like new things that I choose or Eric and I choose to make for our own home. I mm-hmm. like to, to make sure it's like a really done correctly and well. And I fantasize about like, oh, in a hundred years, who's going to stumble upon this thing and be like, this is kind of weird, but chic and I like it. And then it's the antique of the future. And it, yeah. there's yeah. something oh, that gives that. me like, I have these really great, um, I have this girl that draws my dogs in like a gouache chalk. And she does these little profile oh. paintings of them. And I have them all framed in Ojai. And we put the little plaques of, you know, dogs from yes. many years ago and our current pals. And I imagine like at the end of my life, the, all of these Labrador <laughs> little gouache paintings and those especially, I think, oh, my God, how stoked would I be if I was like, at, you know, 
round top in Texas. Yes. And I stumble upon like this hundred year old collection of Labrador paintings. And I, I love that. It's like, I feel yeah. like it's, it's just me being like a cog in the wheel, but in a really good way. Like I'm just keeping it yeah. going. Moving. I liked what you just said, like creating the antiques of the future because they already have stories and sentimentality to it. That's the other thing I find. I like objects that evoke sentimentality in me Mm -hmm. because I like that feeling. I'm living with that feeling. Yeah. So, yeah. And that doesn't mean that they have to be super precious or expensive or valuable because my most favorite things, the reality of it is those drawings aren't, don't really have value, but they're my favorite things, you know? Yes. Ditto. Oh, I, know. I just can't tell you how much I adore you, Nathan <laughs> Turner. And I am so excited for people um, who don't know you to listen to this and know you better and get your book and follow you and see what gorgeousness you create, not just for your clients, but for you and Eric. Um, That's always the best because no one's telling me how to do it. <laughs> That's, <laughs> you know? true. That's true. Yeah. Although you've gotten to the point where I can't imagine any client really tells you. You're, they do. You know me. They you still know, do. No. Yeah. yeah, it's like I'm sorry. Do you know who I <laughs> Even am? Even if they try, I'm just like I'm just like okay, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do me. Thanks, uh-huh. and you're gonna love it and pay me for it. Thanks mm-hmm. for playing. Yeah. Anyway, this has been a delight. You are a delight. I truly do adore you so much. Right Thank back you so at much. you, lady. And I have to tell you, I'm like shook by like that you would pick me to do your New York apartment because I know the New York apartment's the plan. So it's like. Yeah. I just, if you were here, I would just give you the tightest hug. I'd probably like crack a rib. <laughs> you want, there's a lot going on down here. There's a little COVID going on down here. COVID eating still happening. Uh, but yeah, I do I, no. that is, I can't wait for you to meet people who will actually validate what I, what I, I said. It. So, you know, it's I not a yarn. So yeah. Anyway, thank you. Will you kiss Eric for me? Yeah, um, I will. This was so fun. Love yeah. chatting with you guys. Yeah. Thanks and for hope to do it show. in person soon. We will. Seriously. Fingers crossed. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time, let's give a big round of applause for our very special guest, Nathan Turner. This episode of Mondays with Mindy is brought to you by The Cocktail Party. Love, Mary. Tired of cooking? Love fancy hors d'oeuvres, but don't have any idea how to prepare them? Look no further. The Cocktail Party, Love, Mary, is here. For 15 years, New York caterer to the stars and our pal, Mary Giuliani, has served her delicious, whimsical hors d'oeuvres to the best names in art, fashion, and entertainment. Now she's putting them all into adorable little boxes and sending them from her heart to your home. Six dozen of her greatest hits delivered frozen, including the yummiest nibbles like mac and cheese cupcakes, pastrami on rye tarts, and her everything pig in a pie. Total game changer for anyone who loves pigs in a blanket. As Mary says, all you have to do is turn on the oven, pour yourself a drink, and enjoy more time with your guests. She'll do the rest. Go to MaryGiuliani.com or MondaysWithMindy.com for more information and to order yours today.